Morning, bro. Morning, bro. How are we doing? We are good. How are you doing? Oh, well, you know, I'm still moving. So there you go. I think all the parts are working. Yeah. Yeah. Good so that's, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. So uh, have you moved yet? No, not yet. Not yet? Uh, bought all your Astros gear yet? Bought all the what? Your Stros gear. No, none of that either. No. For those of you who uh, are trying to follow along, uh, John is, uh, because of his new job, is uh, moving to Houston. And uh, he is getting uh, lots of razzing about uh, how this might change his uh, rooting patterns in a whole series of sports. He's already conceded that he's going to be a Texans fan. So uh, they... uh, and probably what you gonna be a, a UH fan instead of an IU fan now? No, those are all false. All false. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, John, it's been a uh, another interesting week in the, in the sports world, and uh, and even I went to a movie this week, so uh, it's like a whole new world out there, John. Yeah. Yeah. How was the movie theater? Was it uh, was it busy? Was it no not so busy? No, mon- Monday afternoon it was uh, it was pretty lame looking. Yes, it was not like uh, everybody was flocking back for Memorial Day weekend. Of course, I was told by by your uh, uh, highly uh, quotable sister that this was the first day of the holiday weekend that was actually sunny and nice, and we were going to the movie, uh, which seemed a uh, a rather silly choice in some ways, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think there were half a dozen people there uh, in the multiplex uh, for the uh, afternoon afternoon showings. I, I think there were. I think they all went to see Quiet Place too. Also, so that's um, good. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it's not good if you uh, had money invested in Cruella, uh, John. So, uh, which I imagine you didn't actually go see. Did not go see and also did not watch it on. Oh, you um, didn't stream it either. Oh, okay. Stream it either. Well, it, it did so well, John, that I have a ticket from AMC to, to get uh, uh, buy one get one free for tickets this weekend to see it. So uh, we might actually go see it because you know we're both so cheap that buy one get one free is uh, yeah just too tempting an offer. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's any good or not, it's a whole different question. But uh, yeah, so that Disney seems to be, uh, uh, it, it looks like on the surface that Disney uh, is uh, uh, not happy with its performance and is uh, digging deep to find ways to make it look better. So uh, there you go. But uh, if we're going to start with reviews of Quiet Place, uh, Quiet Place 2 is quite good. Uh, I, I had to have both you and, and uh, the missus uh, fill in blanks because I didn't remember a whole series of things about the first one, uh, including that, uh, what's his name, got uh, the guy who's on the uh, HGTV show, John uh, got Krasinski. killed. Yeah, John Krasinski got, he got killed in the, uh, in the fir- at, the, at the end of the first one. So, uh, well, but, but it, it's very action-packed uh you know front front to back there's very little uh very few scenes where you're not 
worried that one of the aliens is going to kill somebody. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, I had to go to the bathroom twice during the movie because I was that scared. So uh, and, uh, on, on the other hand, uh, the ending is terrible. Uh, the only way to put it is it is just clearly written with an open end so there can be a third movie. So yeah, I've heard, uh, it, it I've is wholly, wholly unsatisfying. Uh, uh, in fact, I was a little, uh, when, it, when it cut to black, I'm like, what, 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 wasn't that kind of in the middle of things there? So uh, kind of left you wanting more. Well, uh, I, I, w- I was, uh, I was wanting closure. Yes. If that is what more is, I, I, I wanted, I wanted more closure than, than I got, I got. Uh, so, uh, but I, I would recommend it, especially if you like the kind of movies where there are lots of pop-outs and you get to go <gasps> a lot. So it, it, yeah, it was an excellent example of that and, and, and well done. Right. So, uh, all right. So there, there is our movie preview. We may, may talk about uh, Cruella next week. Uh, I don't think there's much chance that uh, we, we don't take advantage of the two for one tickets. And I go to see if uh, after last week, if I can actually recognize Emma Stone, uh, who, who she's <laughs> playing in the, in the movie. Yeah. So, so where do we go from there, John? Uh, from, from the scariness of a uh, quiet place to, I'm sure there's lots of other scary places we could go. I, you want to talk about the, uh, how much money we're going to lose this weekend in a horse race? Uh, that is not scary. That is therapy. But yes, uh, Swerve and I are going to meet at the racetrack tomorrow and find ways to lose some of John's money as well as our own. Uh, the funny part of this is, uh, I, I don't think I've told our audience this, uh, after the Derby, uh, what did you say, John? You guys are really bad at this or stupid or something like that. And uh, then you then you gave us more money for the Preakness, which we lost. Uh, uh, so um, cl- clearly, John, uh, you know, we're not very good at it. And, uh, ne- and you're not real bright giving us your money. But there you go. I think I think Swerve wanted a 10. What do you want a 10 percent? Why do you have to? pay in 10% extra to lose your money or something like that? John? Okay. Oh. I think I'm back. You think you're back? Well, the funny question is, how much of my long thing did you uh, did you miss? Uh, what were you talking about again? Uh, you, you giving us money for, for uh, betting on horses. Yeah, so I've got uh, you and Josh are going to the racetrack this weekend. That's Is where, that right? That's and, where... and, the, and the rest of it you didn't get? Well, you'll have to listen to the podcast to hear what, what sort, of, sort of things I, I said. Okay. Yeah, uh, it, 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 it might not be pretty. Oh, okay, uh, so John is back after a, uh, a, uh, a series of technical difficulties, it seems, cutting out in the middle of uh, me telling... Uh, how he thinks Josh and I don't do a good job with the horses, but he keeps giving us money anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, tomorrow is the third race in this year's Triple Crown. And as uh, often defined by horse racing people, the end of the first half of uh, horse racing season. 
Uh, big race, uh, the Belmont Stakes, which they're running at a mile and a half again this year after the strangeness of uh, 2020 when uh, they ran the Belmont, the first race in the Triple Crown, John, and ran it at a shorter distance for the first time in like 90 years. So uh, kind of a back to normal tomorrow. Um, uh, but uh, it's been a strange horse racing year. We we didn't talk really much about Rombauer winning the uh, Preakness and uh, Rombauer, which we had on none of our tickets. We haven't even talked about the fact Medina Spirit uh, second uh, test uh, for the Derby came back uh, as bad as the first one. So it's probably going to be taken down as the Derby winner. So we're all confused as to uh, who's done what so far in the first two triple crown races and uh nobody's quite sure what's going to happen tomorrow john uh, uh no nobody uh, the favorite again is essential quality it, on on the morning line anyway i don't think that's going to change i haven't seen anybody suggest that that, that will change uh, was the derby favorite but finished <laughs> fourth or third we're not at this point officially fourth but we think it'll be officially third any day now uh and did not run into preakness uh had not lost a race before that so i guess that's the quality that makes it the uh, the favorite rumbauer is back after winning the preakness uh probably be the second favorite and uh the sentimental favorite hot rod charlie whose uh, ownership is connected to the uh, death of a teenage boy last year uh, and who is giving some of their money to scholarships at the University of South Carolina in his name uh, is the third favorite. Uh, and any one of them might end up being the actual favorite when they, uh, the gates open on the race tomorrow. Uh, it's really hard to pick a winner. Uh, this is not another triple crown year where we've got a really, you know, somebody who's looked really good in the first two races. And it's a question of whether it can really handle the mile and a half. <clears throat> but uh, that's uh, it should be very interesting. It is a great day to make money uh, on a horse race. Uh, always good when uh, there are multiple uh, close favorites in a race. Um means there is money to be made if you could just figure out who's going to be the one to do something. Right, John? If you could just figure that out. Yeah. Um, is it typical for the Belmont to have such a small field with only eight horses in it? Uh, Belmont usually has the smallest field of the three for a whole series of reasons. Uh, Let's start number one. I kind of slid right over this. It is run at a mile and a half, which is a quarter mile farther than the Derby, which is as far as any of these horses have run till five weeks ago. So uh, it's a big stretch out and you have to have a horse. Well, you should have a horse with the pedigree and the desire to run that far. And none of them have before now. So you don't know. So, uh, a big part of why horses get you know, don't you just take a shot at this is it is beyond their capability and people know you know you, you, you might run into preakness if you have a horse you think is going to be a miler 
just to see if he could squeeze out that little bit extra. But this is not, you know, this is a horse for, uh, this is a race for horses with stamina. And then, of course, the other part of it is this is week five of a multi-week uh, express, right, John? And it grinds people up, so, or horses uh, up that uh, they're either injured or tired or or that. So you're only left with, you know, those who are, are taking a crack at, at it or, you know, essential quality and hot ride Charlie skip the Preakness. So they've, you know, five weeks is about right for a horse to be off. Um, if you had hopes of doing something, you know, one, two, then you don't run in the third race if you haven't done anything. Um, so yeah, smaller field is not, not, uh, unusual. So it is also, it's also a funny race for a mile and a half. You would think, you know, it would be a closers race. It's really, uh, my memory. And I, I've seen people, you know, talk about this. It's funny how often a horse goes out to the lead and, and stays on the lead the whole way, just kind of grinding everybody, uh, out behind them. And, you know, secretary, of course, famously won by like 23 lengths taking the lead early and just, you know, barreling all the way. So unlike the Derby where I said, there's usually, you know, it's usually a uh, hot finish and nobody takes it from start to finish the way Medina spirit did Uh, this race. It's kind of funny. It's it's so long how often somebody grabs the lead and just kind of, you know, keeps, keeps going. And and, uh, it's hard to have much kick at a mile and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, is weather going to be an issue this weekend? No, it's supposed to be beautiful tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, another, it, it's been, it's been really good. Uh, all, all three races for once. Uh, it's been a while since, since we've had this. In fact, I think it might supposed to be 90 degrees tomorrow uh, at Belmont. So what warm, sunny, we, it, if you were asking that yesterday or earlier in the week, yeah, the answer would be yes, John, but, uh, no, no, we, we dry up for the weekend. Good, good question, John. Doing great. I, I'm just, I, I'll go back. I, I think the winner's going to come from essential quality hot ride Charlie or Rumbauer, who are two, three, and four uh, in the uh, starting gate. Their, their numbers, uh, um, I, I'm, uh, I, I've already looked and uh, I've listened to people. And nobody thinks anybody else really has enough horse to, to win. Of course, that's always the surprise. Nobody thought Rumbauer was winning the Preakness either. So, uh, so I like Burbonic. Didn't Burbonic Bur- raced in the uh, Derby, right? But not the Preakness. Right. Burbonic finished like seventeenth uh, in the in the Derby. Yeah. Uh, that is the thing. Uh, Burbonic's back. You know, Agenda is back from the Derby where. I think finished tenth. There are a lot, a lot of horses that ran very poor. Several horses that ran very poorly in the Derby took off the Preakness are back here, and it's hard to get excited about them. Uh, I guess their owners think, oh, that was a one-off in the Derby, and they'll come back better, and showing the form that got them into the Derby. It's just hard to believe in that. Uh, when you have horses that just were duds, including Rock, Rock, uh, Rock Your World, who we talked about. And 
didn't it was supposed to be one of the uh speed horses in the derby uh got a bad break from the gate and never ran so uh, so they're all they're all there john and we, we will have money invested uh i already saw this morning that swiss skydiver uh has dropped out of the uh ogden phipps which is like the seventh race tomorrow which for those of you who don't understand puts it in the pick six uh which uh john and swerve and i will be investing in because we all have high million dollar jackpot on a pick six right john and never working again um, i don't know if that means you would move to houston or not john uh if i sent you you're part of a million dollar pot right john oh yeah i'd still move it'd still move oh okay all right well yeah you've already bought your stroh's gear so you're 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 invested right john yeah, i'm pot committed right now yeah okay there, there you go so that's that's the belmont which is big news for this weekend uh, I, I'm just going to throw you a bone, John, uh, in terms of major league baseball, the Cubs are in first place, John. Yeah. They've played pretty decent here recently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we could rattle off all the stats, John, they, uh, one, like 14 out of 15 or something like that. They, uh, a whole series of, uh, streaks that put them in first place and, uh, I'm not sure exactly. Well, I know how they're doing it, but I'm not sure whether that holds up over the long run. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but, I mean, we'll take the the streak while we can as, uh, you know, sweeping the Padres was, was pretty awesome. Right. Even, that even is, if it was at home. Right, right. Sweep, sweeping the Padres this week was, was a big deal. Probably means Chris Bryant stays a Cub through the summer uh though you know there's still two months to the trade deadline approximately and uh, uh you know you, i guess you could come unfrazzled i heard somebody being ironic uh say it's not like the cubs have ever folded in the heat of the summer before <laughs> uh, and uh yeah so uh we will see uh they have been doing it uh for those of you not watching at home with a lot of quality pitching, right, John? Yeah, yeah, they have. Right, so uh, from a bunch of people who, I mean, uh, Hendricks, who is uh, supposedly their best pitcher, has not been their best pitcher so far, so. Um, no, he does have their lowest ERA, though. Oh, did he get down? Oh, last I saw, he did not. He's got 4.6, which is, that makes you a little nervous. That's their lowest ERA for the starters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, uh, that is, that is not good for him. Uh, and that's not a good sign, but they've, uh, like I say, they've strung it together. Uh, Bryant has been, uh, pretty hot. Uh, and I've, I've seen some games that Baez has even had good games. Mm, so, yeah. um, uh, there you go. Cubs in first place. Well, of course, I follow the White Sox across town, and uh, I didn't see anybody say how long it's been since it's true, but on uh, June 1st, both teams are in first place, and uh, that is uh, not uh, the typical state of affairs, and uh, a, a surprise to all Chicagoans, I think, so. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty awesome. 
Pretty awesome. Yes. Uh, I don't think anybody's talking yet about a, uh, a uh, crosstown uh, world series, but uh, it's just a matter of time, right, John? Yeah. We got to get past the all-star break at least first. Okay. All right. There, there you go, John. Uh, all-star break. Uh, I know for a fact uh, is uh, July the 12th. Uh, so what's that give us five weeks till we uh, get there. So, uh, that, that is yeah. our ba- baseball talk. Uh, and you, you, those of you who are listeners, I, I'm going to remind you, John is a big, uh, uh, it's too early guy. So, uh, even though there's a third of the season done, John's not going to get excited where his team is, uh, a third of the way through. Right, John? Well, I mean, unless they had like a 15 game lead over second, then maybe I'd get excited, but a one okay. and a half game lead over second two game lead over third yes there's still a lot of baseball to be played a lot of baseball to be played and uh, the cubs do have a a long history of folding down the stretch so yeah um, they kind of most of your most of your lifetime right john yeah they like to fall apart in the middle of the season that second third is usually where they struggle so right uh yeah they um, often, often bl- have, has been blamed on the heat in Chicago and humidity in Chicago in, in the summer. I'm not sure any data uh, back, backs that up, but uh, they, they, yeah, a lot of years have started well and uh, not not ended well. Ended with September being meaningless for for Cubs fans, but. Uh, there, there you go. It is news, uh, and it's news to to my man uh, and co co host John. So, uh, rah rah. Okay, uh, so so let's let's switch here. We have got a couple kind of weird things to talk about, John. Um, whether whether you want to or not. Well, let's let's stick with just straight sports. Lakers got beat last night. John uh, got eliminated in the first round. Uh, of the uh, playoffs by by the Suns, uh, it is according to, to uh, Twitter uh, or maybe it was ESPN. LeBron's for first time LeBron's lost in the first round, which I don't think is true, but it's what they said. So I'm I'm going to repeat it. It's I true. Thought, I it is true. It's true. Yep. I thought they got beat by the Bulls in the first round, like his first or second year first time he made the playoffs but anyway so so they got beat and they were kind of like kind of like some people's favorite to win it all right john well i think healthy yeah they probably were but i mean they're just you can't i mean there's a lot of teams that are struggling with with health right now but um i'd say no more than when your second best player can't go more than five minutes in a elimination game that's uh it's kind of a big deal. So you're, you're talking about Davis, uh, who did not play at all in game five uh, with a groin strain. The, 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 the infamous groin pull, right? Yeah. So, uh, and, and didn't play much last night. Uh, they did not come out of the box uh, looking like a team uh, that wanted to win. I, uh, is that the way we put that, John, when you're down 22 after the first quarter? Yeah, I just think they're – I mean, 
everybody wants to talk about how poorly the Lakers played. Nobody wants to talk about how well the Suns played. I mean, the Suns played a great game. Devin Booker played amazing with 47 points last night. He's been very good in this series. I, I think that I kind of hate it when that happens. They overshadow the team, which honestly, at this point with the injuries from the Lakers, the Suns were the better team. They had better players. They had were healthier they were the overall better team in this situation and they were the favorite. I mean, they were the two, they are the two seed in this, in the, uh, right. in the West. So it's not like they're a bunch of slouches, right. um, you know, and the injury plagued regular season that put the Lakers in the position they're in kind of has a lot to do with it also. Right. So yeah, yeah. It, they were a favorite healthy, but without being healthy, I mean, I don't know what people expect. LeBron can't score. 150 points by himself. Hold it. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Okay, pretty, pretty sure. Well, uh, LeBron got him into the seventh seed with a prayer of a shot uh, in the game against the Warriors. and uh, But no, um, it's the, the, the Lakers are out, and uh, the other L.A. team is in serious trouble, John. Because uh, they're in Dallas, is it tonight? Tonight. Big game tonight. Yeah, uh, with the Mavs up 3-2. The strange thing about this series is yeah. the home team hasn't won a game yet, right? Nope. Nope. So being a home court advantage tonight, uh, it should mean something, right, John? But uh, it's not. It's a very strange series in terms of that. I think it goes seven, and the Mavericks win it in seven. I think you're going to have a, a series where nobody no home, nobody wins a home game. I don't know why I think that. I just do. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you're just being weird on me, John. So uh, I, the, I was going here because if the Clippers lose tonight, John, and they're eliminated, um, ABC slash ESPN slash TNT uh, – they may all get in a circle and pass the gun, right? <laughs> I guess. Well, I mean, I know well, John, you're John, your LA market out, but right. I mean, the 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 market on the West Coast and even of interest to East Coasters. Uh, I don't think a, a Jazz Sun series is going to get you huge ratings. Uh, well, it'll be the. It'll be the Suns and Nuggets for the next well, game. I, I was talking about the, the yeah. Western final. Yeah. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't think you can come up with a combination of who's likely to be left if the, if the Mavericks win that's going uh, to be a hot ratings. Yeah, it gives you your Dallas market, Utah market, Denver market, and Phoenix market, which mm, isn't really – I don't know if any of those are even in the top ten – of uh, you know your your hot, well, hot markets, but uh, and none of them are exactly uh, NBA hotbeds. Um, I I think they really love their jazz in Utah. Oh yeah, but, but on the other hand, the five of them love their jazz in Utah, right? Because that's the smallest market <laughs> we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and. and uh, yeah, I, I think Denver's much more uh, – and, and Dallas are much more football towns. And Phoenix, I, I, I would be hard-pressed to say, but I don't think it's an NBA 
Well, at least the Mavericks have won an NBA title, have won a title in the last 30 years. So, I mean, success and, and uh, has been a little more, a little more recent than for the Mavs than it has been for the Cowboys. Uh, oh, is that where you're going with that? I was going to say, I think it's been 10, has it been 10 years since the Yeah, Mavs 2011. Won? Okay, it's been 10 years since the Mavs won. So they, they, they have a title and it's not that old. None of the other three have a title that we're talking about ever. Yeah. So, yeah. So not a lot of NBA history there. So, uh, no, it's not uh, like the, uh, like you said, the Lakers that have won many. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, and I think people are all right with, uh, with, uh, Kali, uh, Kawhi, Kawhi and the, uh, the Clippers. It's both LA and the guy who, the mercenary who, uh, won a title two years ago so uh, on, on the other hand the uh the nets did what they needed to do to move on and uh they they looked big in the east uh and uh the i do not know Embiid's uh status with the 76ers who are the one seed in the east uh but he's an he is the ad of the sixers and he's nicked up some so uh, that, yeah, big guys, man. You know, yeah. it seems like a lot. You know, big big people get hurt a lot. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe maybe a proportion of the size or something, but yeah. Um, Embiid, of course, has a long history uh, of, of of injuries. So, yeah, so does Anthony Davis and K- KP Kristaps Porzingis. I mean, there's a lot of big guys. You know, those seven foot three guys seven footers it's hard for them to play uh play a full season without without getting hurt at least once of course Mm -hmm. even with even with the uh whatever you call it load bearing crap Uh, uh uh-huh yeah yes the uh the uh the load reduction yeah but yeah you mean you mean not playing games yeah load management that's yeah, what well, that what what we call not playing games is uh, is uh, yeah, but you you know I I was watching the other night I I always wonder when I watch the NBA, John, where do these guys come from? Uh, like um, the Mavericks have a guy named Powell. Where did he come from? He's six ten, and very athletic, and and seems to have ball skills, as they say. Uh, but I don't remember him playing in college. Um, uh, he is from a West Coast. I think I want to say Arizona. Is that right? And then and Stanford. then he went to Stanford. Oh, did he? Yep. Okay. So that that would be why. And then the uh, the, the Clippers have a guy named Batum, which uh, I, I thought it was a nickname. Uh, when I first started watching and then I re- I saw the back of his jersey I don't know where he's from but he's he's maybe not quite as big as Powell but he's heading towards 610 and you know uh they the NBA comes up with these guys who are the stretch force is that what we call them uh mm-hmm. who, who are big and athletic and can shoot from the perimeter uh which you just don't see in college. Uh, I, I guess maybe because the college game doesn't lend itself to them, but, or the NBA, you know, goes looking for guys like that. Right, John? 
Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't have any history on Batoon here. He's from France, so he must have came from Euroball. Right. So, so yes, you can watch, you can watch the NBA even as a college basketball fan like I am. And there are a whole series of guys you've never, uh, ne- never heard of who are impact players on NBA teams. Well, look who, at who are big. I, I mean, I'm not just talking about a little a point guard out of nowhere, but we're yeah, talking. I mean, look at, I mean, you got Doncic. I mean, he never played college. Right. Joke, the Joker didn't play in college. Um, there's a lot of those very good European players that that you know you that never played in college. Well, yeah, Przingis would be another example. Right? Yeah, K, KP is another. Yeah, another good example. Right. But, uh, yeah, so it's just amazing to watch the NBA. Uh, they really, uh, yeah, uh, the big difference between the NBA and, and, and college basketball is, is how many guys they have who are big and athletic. I mean, any, any, any college team you watch has one guy like that, uh-huh. and, and, and it's a big deal, and, and they're a big force. But the NBA, you better be rolling several of them. So, yeah. I mean, look at I mean, even Damian Lillard, I mean, he's probably one of the easily one of the top 10 players in the league, if not top five. And he yeah, went to I don't, Weber. I don't he remember went, him in college. He went to Weber State. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he, he is a, a big, big time player. Uh, on the other hand, Mr. Booker, as I remember, went to Kentucky. So every once in a while, the, and, and so did Davis. So, uh, and, well, and, and Embiid, right? Uh, or was he a dookie? He was a dookie. Okay. Yeah. So um, there, there you go. There's our NBA wrap up. Uh, John will be watching tonight to see if his Mavericks can move on to the next round and play the Jazz, who looked awesome in the first round. Yeah. But I think it was a, a, a bad mismatch. But uh, uh, there, we, there is uh, NBA. We have not pointed out that the NBA season is running like a month behind. Right, John? Yeah. Supposed to be finals should be about right now. Yeah, I think, yeah, the the conference finals should be about right now. And usually the NBA finals is towards the end of the month, right? Uh, I just I just remember June. But we do have the, uh, you know, they're doing not quite as bad as it seems like I remember, where it seemed like there was three games off between, three days off every, between every game. Now they're doing like a 3-2, three, 3-2 two, three, two thing, so. Yeah. Um, depending on whether you're traveling from home to away, but even if the uh, if the Mavs lose tonight, they only have uh, two days rest, or technically one day rest, really one and a half. They play again Sunday in LA. So yeah, trying get... they're trying to get the first round series over with. Yeah, yeah. trying to get that wrapped up. Yeah. So so John, uh, not not that this is we do whatever we want on this show. So I'll I'll. To just go here what when did the nba or has they okay in the finals they played two three two right john and, and for some reason now in the earlier rounds they go two two one 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 i think that's the way it is for the finals now also oh did they switch the finals back to two two one 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 yeah i believe so ah okay i i, I will say no more all right. Uh, it changes the dynamic of the series, of course. 
Uh, I, I guess somebody figured out game five might be important. A little bit. Right. Yeah, in a seven-game series. Yeah. All right, John, uh, let, let's go to uh, not quite uh, uh, is sports, but not, not, not always sports. Uh, uh, Naomi Osaka uh, withdrew from the French Open uh, earlier this week. I'm going to say Monday, but, you know, all, the, all those days run together, not only to me, but when the reporting is coming out of France, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, so what did you think of this, John? I think she, I mean, I'm on her side. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's, I know, you know, everybody has these expectations of athletes that they need to be, you know, role models and they, you know, they get all this media time and they have all this requirements to talk to the media before their matches, after their matches, in between matches. And uh, some people just want to play sports and just want to, you know, we had this problem with um, beast mode in, uh, in the NFL. Right. Marshawn Lynch. Yes. Marshawn Lynch. I mean, not just because you're a talented athlete doesn't mean that you're an outgoing person. And, uh, you know, she says she has anxiety when she has to talk to the media and it's, you know, it's sometimes could be crippling. So yeah, I, I, I definitely feel bad for her. And I think, you know, she tried to do the right thing. She dropped out, you know, she didn't want to be a distraction, which kind of ended up being more of a distraction, you know, when the number one player in the world or number two player in the world doesn't play in one of the majors, that's kind of a big deal. Right. Well, and withdrawing in the middle of the tournament. Uh, yeah. After her first match. Right. Uh, is, is, is a big deal. Yes. Yeah, so she, she, uh, According to her, she has uh, uh, social anxiety, uh, and uh, so press conferences are uh, traumatic to her. Uh, and the uh, both the French Open and I guess all the Grand Slam tournaments have kind of a contractual thing with the players that you have to go to these uh, these big press conferences. Uh, they find her when she didn't go to the first one after a first match and she withdrew rather than deal with it because they, they could disqualify her uh, under the contract. Uh, so uh, this isn't just uh, a thing about, uh, you know, she didn't want to do it and didn't feel up to doing it and so pulled that, but it, it was a contractual, you know, she didn't really have a choice kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's an odd thing, John, uh, you know, either one of us, I, I think anybody listening, uh, if you were told uh, at the end of your day, John, after you did whatever you do, uh, you had to sit down in front of a bunch of people and them ask you, why did you do everything you did today? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you wouldn't think it was that much fun, would you, John? No. And, uh, and a bunch of uh, and amateurs on top of that, right? Uh, yeah. Right. And then, the, you know, the argument's going to be then, well, they get paid millions of dollars to do this. Well, that doesn't change it. That doesn't right. change the fact that it, it sucks. Right. No, it, it does not. Uh, and it doesn't matter how much they, they get. They get paid that much money for a reason mm-hmm. uh, because people are watching them play tennis. Uh, they don't get paid millions of dollars because people uh, because is, watch the press conferences. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, right. So, uh, yeah, uh, it is a, an interesting thing. She's very she's very young. She's in her early 20s. Uh, it's it's terrible thing to think about and and uh, and watch her trying to 
get over her shyness and everything. Uh, she's a very, obviously a great tennis player uh, with multiple majors already early in her career. And it'd be a shame if, uh, you know, this uh, just, uh, you know, ruined her career. Uh, and, uh, you know, I saw somebody point out, well, it's just like the, the, the people in charge of sports uh, once more, uh, you know, find a way to look really bad, right? You know, mm-hmm. you run, you run uh, you know, the number one tennis star in, in uh, you know, Japan and a whole lot of countries in that part of the world, uh, they, they run out of a major tournament. Uh, it's not a good look. So, no. No. And then now the women's singles is without their top three seeds because the first and third seeds lost yesterday. Oh, I did not see that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so the French French Open women's side will be wide open. I did see Federer and Djokovic won and Nadal all won yesterday on the men's side. So Correct. that seems they're on form. But uh, women. Well, I guess it'll be fun then to see who comes comes out of it. Uh, uh, Could this be another uh, might get another Serena victory. Yeah, well, uh, if she's playing, she could win it. That, you know, that's always true. Uh, though uh, it's not her favorite surface uh, by any stretch of the imagination. No, I, I think she it has won there a lot. Uh, I would think in 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 uh, her late thirties, the long points that the clay uh, uh, m- makes uh, part of the whole French Open experience. It's probably not really what she wants to do. No, I would agree. Yeah, so, yeah, she's very much a, a serve and volleyer, uh, and it's not the game to play. It's a ground stroke game there. But you no, know, as you said, she's won there. She's won everywhere. So. Uh, yeah, we'll probably see, see a lot more of her winning. So speaking of winning, the winningest college basketball coach in history, John, is? Coach K. And, and what's he doing, John? This is his big final send-off season. Yeah. And so uh, I'm, just, I'm just going contrasted to start with the guy from UNC who – just retired and did not have a send-off season, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's what? What's with that? I don't know. I don't. I don't like it when players. Do, I don't like it when players or coaches do it. Like if you're gonna retire, retire. Okay. Yeah. Big yeah. deal. Yeah. If you know now, you're not going to want to coach a year from now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. Is it is it is it is interesting. Uh, yeah, as somebody said, he's not going like all the, the attention and accolades. And I'm not sure that's really true. But uh, anyway, so he's retiring. I sent you a clip from VSIN of a couple guys. Did Where are those? I did watch it, and it was quite humorous. Where are those two guys from? I, I, I don't know. It, you know, it's the, it's the Vegas Sports uh, Information Network. So, it, you know, it's the they're betting guys. But. Yeah, they said a whole lot of very funny things about, like, like uh, how Coach K took a bunch of rag basketball players at the Olympics uh, one year and and melded them into a quality team. You know, right. somehow he got guys like LeBron and Kobe and you know so forth to to uh, to, to win a gold medal. Uh, he won three of them, actually. Uh, yeah. Well, 
uh, yeah, it's it's the uh, quality coaching is involved there, right? Right. Uh, I can't remember. Of course, they threw out, you know, a beat Angola by 21 points or something. Like <laughs> yeah. that. The dig upset or something like that. They call it as a bit as a big dig down and, and win a game. You didn't think they were going to win kind of thing. Yes. A, a whole series of digs about his career. Uh, and uh, clearly they were not fans. Right, John? No, they were not. Yeah. That's that was, uh, it was, pretty, uh, it was well, very entertaining. It, 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 yes, you, you should you should go and and, and find it. Uh, the uh, as I say, the BSIN uh, on uh, uh, montage on Coach K. Uh, it's like five minutes long, and they they uh, they hit a lot of quality ones, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they zinged him pretty good. Yeah, the zing zing. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, John? Uh, he's won more games. He's won five national championships uh uh greatest coach of all time john and he's definitely in the top five wow five wow that's not even top three you you had to go five well i mean there are some guys that by the name of woodson and rupp that were pretty good so yeah uh okay uh so yeah, he, he is halfway to John Wooden's number of titles. But uh, uh, there you go, John. John. Uh, John had a competitive advantage back then. Uh, uh, a different game, but uh, yes, is inter- is an interesting and terrible maybe thing that both the big blues there in North Carolina are turning over their basketball programs almost at the same time. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if they can, uh, yeah, it, it, what it does to them. Uh, I don't think it'll, I mean, it's still two of the biggest names in college hoops. So it's hard for them to, it's hard for me to imagine them not getting their typical three or four or five star players every year. Oh, I don't, you, you think they come play for a year. Come play for John Shire instead of Coach K. Isn't he going to have to do something before he gets that kind of? Do you play for the? Do you play for the coach or do you play for the school? I guess uh, that's my I, my question. I think I think you play for the coach is kind of the way things. I, I mean, that's a it's a it's a complex question, but these days the rules let you leave if the coach leaves, right? Yes, correct. Uh, so uh, it it kind of implies that it's about the, at least a big part of it is about the coach. Yeah, of course. These days, the transfer portal is it's a joke. Anyways, you can pretty much leave no Whenever matter what. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I I think uh, I think the coach is important. Uh, as you say, if you're you're a one and done. Uh, the cachet of, of going to Duke is not a big deal. Uh, if you were actually planning on going to Duke and ending up with a degree, it would be a big deal. But, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I, I, I went to Duke and took all rec classes for a year and didn't pass in any of my second semester. Uh, does not really give you much status, I don't think. So. No, I don't think so. Right. So this will be this will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see and we'll probably end up talking about 
his uh, farewell tour at, at some points uh, because it's I'm sure it's going to be ugly uh, for us, you know, as he, yeah, everybody gives him plaques and, and paraphernalia uh, from all over the place and act like they loved him when they all hated him, right? So Yeah, I don't, I mean, especially against all his rivals, of course, you know, I'd like to see a, them schedule a game against Maryland, see what kind of send-off he gets there. Uh, I, I think I heard him say they were playing Maryland this year. That would be great. Why, why, please tell me why Maryland is the, is the one that, that sticks out, John. Yeah, that's just a, I, I thought they had some great rivalry games back in the, in the nineties and, and, you know, early two thousands when Maryland was pretty decent, which Maryland is usually pretty decent in hoops, college hoops every year. I mean, they're not. They're not terrible. Yeah, uh, they had some good. They had some good back and forths. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not the Duke UNC rivalry, but it's definitely yeah. the. There's definitely a love hate there. Um, I'm trying to hear twenty, twenty one, twenty two season does not pop up. Uh, it says a ticket hard to come by, but for the Duke games, I I do not. Uh, their schedule did not pop up easily under Google search for Duke basketball schedule. Did not give me their basketball schedule for twenty one twenty two. All right, <clears throat> well, John, we've killed a bunch of time. Uh, interesting stuff going on in sports. Uh, we will, of course, be rooting tomorrow for winning money. Uh, if we're not on next week, everybody, that's because we won so much. We we retired. We're, we're in Margaritaville, right? Yeah. Okay. So, Perfect. Yeah. So just just a warning. All right, John. Yeah. Yep. You have a, you have a good weekend, bro. You too, bro. Have a great All weekend. Right. Yep. Bye, bro. Go Mavs. Go Mavs. All right. Bye, bro. Bye.